And we're back with the O-Week Morning Show. Uh, I'm Nick, and I am here with Vice-Chancellor Bridget Haywood. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Uh, so a lot of this year's freshers got to meet you yesterday, but for anyone who missed you, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, so for the few that didn't meet me yesterday, <laughs> um, my name's Bridget Haywood. Um, I joined UNE as the Vice-Chancellor in July of 2019. So um, I've had uh, drought, bushfires, <laughs> COVID, floods, a, a few other challenges of an environmental mm-hmm. kind. Um, but yesterday, I'm sure everybody gathered that we were very excited to have students back on campus. Mm. The, yet last year, has run long and to some extent silent. Um, is, that, is that how submarines go, long and silent? Yeah. Um, it's, although we've had students on campus, they've been few and they've mm-hmm. had to um, you know, be in places of safety. Mm-hmm. So to see the lawns of Bulimimba both green um, and full of students and all of those students being very excited to be back is, is a sign that you know, we're getting through this um, and we've done the best we can, I hope, mm-hmm. um, to support our, our student family and we're now we're now on that next phase. How do we bring everybody back and keep everybody safe? Of course. While we wait for vaccines. So that's my job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So um, we're currently in O Week, of course. What is personally for you your favourite part of O Week? My favourite part of O Week? Well, I'll go back uh, um, X number of years where X okay. is a big number to my own O Week, which is <laughs> yeah. a long time ago. And it was in uh, Manchester, England, which is a large university town. And O Week for me was, first of all, just the actual excitement of getting to university, that I was there rather than thinking about it because mm-hmm. we seem to have been talking about it for a long time. Um, to feel very small because there were all these other people around me who seemed brighter and shinier um, for a small period of time. But also meeting new people who became new friends. And some of them have been lifelong friends. 40 Mm. years on, we're still connected. We still talk to each other. And I think that's great. Um, I also met um, uh, an individual who became my husband. So uh, O-Week for me was very romantic because Mm. not only did I um, start university that next stage of my life, go into halls of residence, much like our students who are residential here on the campus have done, but also you just met amazing people, one of whom I've shared 40 years of my life with. Mm. That was quite special. Yeah. So for all, all our freshers listening, yeah, get to know as many people as you can because they could be lifelong friends. And, uh, I think yeah. I think don't be frightened. I, I think we're all very used to the fact that we had these cliques and these groups of friends because we were at school. We had mm-hmm. um, groups of friends because of where we lived with our parents. And I think stepping up into an entirely new place where it's all up to you. It's not, it's not that you're there because you have to be. It's it's there because you've chosen to be mm-hmm. and you know give yourself time give yourself time to meet all the different people that are around you um, I was a very sporty person you know if there was any sport that I could be offered I would be playing it mm. um, so you know the clubs joining mm. the clubs and meeting people from outside my my hall of residence my college mm-hmm. um, through the clubs and societies I wasn't I wasn't very drama oriented. I'm a scientist by background, so sports for me was a way basically to explore outside of the laboratory. Mm-hmm. And also to join in and become part of a team. I I'm better when I'm part of a team. So for me, I knew that about myself and it was important that I kind of crashed through those barriers of anxiety and found a way to be in a club or be in a society where I could be part of a, a, a team of other people. And that's where I'm at my best. And that's what I set out to do. Mm-hmm. And the skills that I developed and honed all across my university time 
and I, I, I played it long. I did a, an honours degree and then I did a PhD <laughs> and then I did a postdoc. So it was quite difficult to get me out of university and <laughs> yeah. out of studying. Um, but those are the skills I think that have played all across the rest of my life, that mm -hmm. I could be engaged. I was aware that I had to contribute something, but I was also aware that I was given the gift of generous, generous engagement by so many people because I put myself, I put myself in a position where I was able to benefit from it. Of course, nice. So uh, recently you've launched Future Fit. Uh, why don't you explain to our listeners what that is? Future Fit. So Future Fit is not some new keep fit program for the entire <laughs> university. Um, so Future Fit is the university's new strategic plan. So each institution has to have a kind of map of what it's trying to achieve and, and where it's going and how it's going to do that. And we ran a, a consultation process across last year. Um, many, many students and alumni were invited in. We had over 3,000 submissions into the discourse, the consultation. So FutureFit is the product of that consultation. And it sets out for the, what, we, what we intend to achieve over the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I think you've asked in what way is it relevant to students. Yes. For the student voices that, that connected in and contributed both as current students but as alumni, the really important point for them was a, a, a bigger and different kind of voice in what we do. Mm -hmm. So the students are already, are already very positive about the ways in which we offer engagement, but wanted more. So I think there are two strands that, that I would encourage the student community to take notice of and then look out for the ways in which we initiate the activities as we go forward in delivering the strategy. Mm -hmm. So one is that we talk about um, personalised learning journeys. Um, we have a lot of evidence about the needs of individual students as mm -hmm. opposed to the aggregated needs of all students. Yeah. And clearly, we, you know, we're about to put about 20 million into developing a new learning management platform. So we'll have a new platform up in a couple of years. The idea is that that's collaborative development um, mm -hmm. and that there are more and more resources so that you as students can design your own journey. Mm. And, and in, in, on my wall in my office, um, I'm going to reflect my origins. I've got a thing that looks like the London Tube map. So if you imagine <laughs> that there's the, for those of you who don't know, go and log on and look at the London Tube. But there's the Northern Line, the Circular Line. Uh, you know, there are lots of different tube lines that follow a journey across Greater London in different ways. Mm. And the trick is that you can get on and off and go all the way around London while still being in London. Mm. So what we're trying to do is design the opportunity so that you as a student can navigate your journey with a greater degree of control. So we're not there yet, but that's our plan. And, and the first part is to invest in a new system, but to do that collaborating with our students. I think the second point that it talks about, and, and we mentioned this yesterday, um, the chair of academic board mentioned it yesterday at commencement, is that there are lots of ways in which students can bring their voices, their own voices, but the voices of their peers into the business of the university, into governance. And we really do want to encourage students to step up and tell us what's the best way for you to have a voice in what we do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and with that comes the responsibility that you have to reflect the views of your peers. If you, if you come with your own complaint, that's yeah. called a complaint, <laughs> and we'll deal with that. But if you come with the, you know, a, a, um, in inverted commas, a verbal or a written petition from your mm -hmm. colleagues, or 
you want to have a meeting with me, then all you have to do is ask and we will do our very best to come and meet you in a whole variety of ways. We do want to hear your voices, mm. but we want you to be part of a conversation. You know, we mm. have things to say as well. Um, and we have to reflect the views of 25,000 different students who of are engaged course. with us. So if we can all understand the terms of reference, but our commitment through FutureFit is that what we want to make sure is that your your education through attending university is not just about becoming, you know, you're doing theatre studies or doing chemistry or doing computer science, but it's also about ensuring that you have the, the skill set, the competencies, so that you're a better citizen in the world of work or in whatever world you choose to pursue mm-hmm. once you graduate. And, and our job is to make sure that that transition from here to the next stage in your life is just that bit easier because of what we've done here at this university. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, cool. So probably finish off with uh, what would be your top tip for any fresheners listening in? Top tip, top tip, top tip, top tip. Um, uh, top tip. Remember, sleep is a very valuable resource. <laughs> um, you, um, It is a fact you can never have quite enough of it. Mm-hmm. But the trick is to balance what you can get over a period of time. And remember that exhaustion just changes your perception of absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. So number one would be sleep. Uh, number two, try and ban- balance out the liquid part of your diet against the solid part of your diet mm-hmm. in an appropriate way. I obviously have to say that. <laughs> Um, but top tip, hey, for the part of your life that you're living right now, um, we all say it, this will be one of the times you will remember. It won't mm. necessarily be the best time of your life as you go forward, but mm. this is your point where you transition into an independent, free-thinking adult. We're deeply honoured to have you here. We share the responsibility with you of finding out what that means. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'm sure all of us who had the opportunity that's my memory. My memory is of, of stepping away from my beloved home environment. You know, mm-hmm. leaving home is very challenging, but also finding that I could navigate this big, shiny, bright, challenging world and that there were lots of people there to help me do it. But it was up to me to find my journey. And, mm-hmm. and so my tip is be brave, be bold. Mm-hmm. Go you and E, I think. It's, am I allowed to say that? Is that really cheesy? <laughs> no, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> cool. So thank you, uh, Bridget. Thank uh, you. Yeah. For your time. Um, cool. So this has been the... Do I not get to chip my favourite record? Oh. oh. You won't be able to play it, I'm sure, but just because I'd like to re-irritate everybody. So during... Co- I, I put out this little weekly blog and um, each week as things got a bit challenging, um, I suggested music of the week. So Ooh. because it got the most venomous response from anybody, um, Farrell Williams is happy, is kind of <laughs> like, go for it, just because... I think you're all missing the joy of the music. Mm. So I don't know. If can we, we have line that. that one up next? Um, I I found it, but Ooh. I think we might have a little bit of an issue with. Uh, have we got copyright song. issues? Oh no no! It's um, we we have a current ongoing issue where some songs say they are one song, but are actually not that song. Ah. So looking at the the labeling on it it might not be the correct song it says it is but let's find out oh this is somebody just trying to pervert my taste in music this is all (laughs) this is all a complete setup (laughs) it should be it should be happy (laughs) let's find out if this is happy by pharrell williams and if it's not i do apologize okay thank you thank you for your time (laughs) 